I'm your boy Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. So we are we are fresh off the heels of Royal Rumble 2023. The first rumble Triple H has got to book. And I think we got a lot to say. Um, a lot in a little bit. I have less to say than I would like, and more to say Which, than I would like. If you, if that makes sense, if that makes sense, yeah. But I mean, we had a you know, uh, shout out to Reckless. We had a a little thing here to watch it all, and it was oh. um, it was definitely a moment. In time, so should we just dive right into it? Let's just dive into it, man. But you know what? Before we do, for anybody listening for the first time, happy WrestleMania season, mm-hmm. happy Super Bowl season, mm-hmm. and do tell them where they can find us. Yes, well. Obviously, since Stevie uh, since Stevie says Super Bowl season, you can find us based out of Philly. But uh, <laughs> you know, on the socials, you guys can find us at the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast on all podcasting platforms, be it Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can find us there. Um, you can find us on Instagram at the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast and at Dangerous Jobber. Same thing for Twitter at Dangerous Jobber. And then don't forget, you could check out dangerousjobberswebsite.com. Um, you can find us on TikTok, Facebook, all that good stuff. So make sure if you haven't linked in to any of those profiles, make sure you check them out. All right, man. So let's just get right into it. We'll keep it short and sweet. Four topics. Mm-hmm. We're going, uh, we'll go in order because I think they set it in order of importance, if you ask me. And mm. they started strong with the men's Royal Rumble, which is shocking. Yeah. I was shocked until I realized why they did it. So, do you give me your thoughts? How did the men's uh, Royal Rumble feel to you? I know you and Arcade and everybody was on the lives. Yeah. So, for me, the men's Rumble this year. <clears throat> Was better than last year's. Better than um, last year. Was it over the top extravagantly, extravagantly better? No. But was it a good leap better than last year's? Yes. Um, and I'll say it for this. One, we actually got some surprise returns. Booker T, we got a legend. Granted, we only got one legend. Or two, if you count Edge, but... We got a Booker T return in Texas. He's a legend. We'll take it. Edge came back. Um, we got a surprise in Logan. Now, a lot of people might say that's not a surprise. But just remember, two, three months ago, the dude tore his ACL. To come back three months off of a torn ACL, that's pretty damn surprising if you ask me. You figure you tore it on what, October? I think he tore it. November, December, January. So three months. That long ago. Yeah. 
did. Most people to tear their ACL, they're out for six to nine months. So to come back three months off a torn ACL, that's pretty impressive if you ask me. Well, Um, one thing, oh, go ahead. yeah, I was just going to say, um, and then the, the order kind of surprised me, like Sheamus and Gunther being sort of the iron men of the match. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have called that. And then we got some good spots with Logan and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kofi spot scared the hell out of me. I, I'm starting to think he don't have it anymore when it comes to the rumble saves. Remember when, uh, he went flying and he tried to land in the chair and he like flew out the Kofi. chair and smacked Kofi. Kofi. Yeah. When he yeah, yeah. tried to jump on the chair and then he spun out the chair and smacked his head on the table. And then Dom coming out with Ray's mask. So there was, there were some good moments. Um, it, again, it wasn't leaps and bounds better than last year's, but it was a good leap compared to last year's. Um, let me start Stephen A. Smith way. Uh, I have all the love in the world for Triple H. Um, if 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 anybody asks me, that is that is my favorite wrestler of all time. He's often quoted by me as God's gift of wrestling. But um, this is garbage. I mean, oh man, this really? is crazy. I totally understand why he gave it to us first because as me and everybody else in the room started to realize oh this is trash this is he's giving us the most basic rumble like it 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 wasn't bad it was for and i said this in the room for the casual viewer this was a good rumble Mm -hmm. but if you are somebody that watches these rumbles every year if there's somebody that is not the casual viewer that can kind of tell um the constant storylines that pop up in royal rumbles this was one of the most predictable rumbles that i've ever watched booker t being the one and only surprise no nxt call-ups no other legends they basically Ran pro and I, I, it all added up to me halfway through that the reason they shoved the Cody promos down our throats was because they wanted us to have zero expectation for this rumble because we all knew Cody was winning. And then they mm-hmm. went a step further, not only giving it to us first, so we knew this wasn't going to be the best rumble. They gave it to us first with the Cody promos. And then they took it a step further by having Cody come out number 30. So that we absolutely knew Cody was winning the entire night, which to me takes away from the impact Cody had when he came out. Mm -hmm. Because the pop was not the pop that it should have been because we all knew who it was going to be. There was zero surprise left in it, which makes it even more so one of the most predictable rumbles I've ever watched. Because literally, as one person would come out, I could predict the next person. The only thing I didn't predict was Triple H's lack lack of storytelling in that he left 
a giant hole in the rumble for me, which was Ray never came out. Yeah. Never replaced, and he never came out. Yeah. And it it ruins what I feel like would have been a pivotal moment for Ray versus Dominic and Mania. Yeah, I think that was... There should have been a thread that night to take them to Mania. And yes, Dom eliminating Ray, basically, and taking his mask is amazing. Dom is a menace to society, and this gangster needs to be wiped off the streets. Mm -hmm. Um, But Ray should have done something. Ray should have came out there with another mask or... There should have been a backstage thing. Like there should have been somebody to replace Rey Mysterio at the least. Mm-hmm. Because normally when somebody's taken out every rumble, somebody replaces them or that person comes out later. So y'all just left a giant plot hole in the rumble for me, which is not great as a royal like as a guy that kind of watches these religiously. Mm-hmm. So I I I know when stuff just is not when somebody didn't go the extra mile. Yeah. I'm I've watched so many of these. I'm very aware of when somebody didn't try to make it special at all. And I feel like that exactly. is the case here. Exactly. Got one legend in Booker T so that they could say they had a legend. You mm-hmm. know, like like it was a requirement. And then they gave us the most basic Rumble in it. Like, I, Hunter, well, I can't let you go. I can't let you go on that, Hunter. That was so predictable. It was, but I will say it was always predictable for the last three weeks. We all knew it was going to be Cody. We knew Cody was going to win. And I think that's why he went first with that Rumble. Now, could he have done it differently to where, like, oh, maybe instead of making Cody come out at 30, maybe we can make Cody. I don't know. Let's figure out another number of significance that we can kind of tie into it. It's 2022 when he, what was it 2022 when Cody came back? Let's make Cody come out at 22. Let's make Cody come out at 23 since he's making his return from injury at 2023. There was any number of ways they could have did it to make it better. As far as the Ray thing, after learning about it, Ray actually got injured on SmackDown. But do I think they could have made that make a little more sense as to why Ray can't be in the rumble. Yeah. You could have showed him you, you could have showed Dom kind of beating his dad up backstage or something. And then the next number comes up and Dom's music hits. And then you just see, see Dom go up, gotta go pop and then run out to the ring. You could or you have, could have like had that. somebody replace him. We could have did you your could've. exact plan and still had somebody replace Ray. I, I think it was just, um, I don't want to say lazy writing, but it was a lazy writing. It was lazy. It It was was a lazy lazy writing way of doing it. But that's why I said this, that's why I said this rumble was a good leap better than last year's because last year's was just. No, that was horrendous. Because I, that was horrendous. That was way more trash. And I watched it back before this year's rumble just to make sure like, all right, was I wrong or was this rumble really trash? And that rumble was dog shit. So this rumble was better than last year's. It wasn't a whole leap and bound better, but it was a decent enough leap that it was better than last year's. And they gave it to us first, I realized, because it was so predictable. Yeah. So it wasn't. They they really had no choice. 
I totally understand from a booking. I, I agree with the order of the entire card from a booking standpoint of where the quality yeah. was going to be at. You could tell where what was most important. So, and I'll get to an overall statement later, but it just wasn't very impressive to me. The the right person won. Yes. And it's Cody versus Roman at Mania. We all knew it. Yeah. We expected it to be a little better. I would have preferred you just promote the Rumble and say nothing about Cody. Mm. If you were going to have him come out 30 and win mm. so that I could be surprised. But whatever. Cody versus Roman and Mania. It was really the only choice. Mm-hmm. At least for the the men's Rumble winner that was going to be chosen. That was the only choice. It had to be Cody. Um, so I guess moving on, we get into the Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy shenanigans. And I want to lump it all in together because there's not much I really want to say on the first match or the second match, really. So we can kind of lump it all in together because it has the same underlying. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. The so, Mountain Dew match and the Alexa <clears throat> Bliss versus Bianca Belair. So I'm gonna start. I got I got to touch on the on the Bray Wyatt match. Now you and me had a little bit of debate about this, and after thinking about it, I'm still sticking by to what I said partially. Now, this match sucked. There there was no other way around it. The match sucked. I didn't like the match, but Garbage. but again. It was better than the previous trash that we've gotten from Bray Wyatt with the red spotlight and the and the dumbness. But you made a good point. Does me validating this trash to something else that was trash? Does that make the trash any better? It doesn't. It was still trash. But it wasn't as trash as that spotlight match. Like I'm still saying the match sucked, but I understand. Like it was, it had a better look to it than the red spotlight. Mm-hmm. But but the match itself was dog shit. There was no other way around. The match itself sucked. Yeah, I'm gonna Stephen A. This one too. Let me start with saying I think Bray is a fantastic mind. I think that this. This was something that they could have saved. There could have been some way to redeem this. And I see what it could have been. I want to say that. Mm-hmm. I see where they could have taken this. That being said, I really wish you would have told me this was a money grab. I'd have felt so much better about this match. If somebody would have took the pitch black off the name and just called it a Mountain Dew match, because this was just a money grab. It did was, you not know Mountain, Did you not know Mountain Dew pitch black is a thing? I knew it was a thing. What I'm saying is, don't sell me a match where I think everything's going to be pitch black when I can literally see everything on the screen. Because you've covered it all in neon Mountain Dew signs. There's nothing pitch black about it. 
you had a rave party in the ring. <laughs> you could have told me it was going to be a money grab. You know why? Because it's the Royal Rumble. It's going to be on the TV either way. But don't sell me like this match is going to be a Bray Wyatt creation. No, it wasn't. It was a money grab. And yeah. Bray said, I'm going to make the best of it by having glow-in-the-dark face paint. That's what this well, is. Y'all had a street fight with neon lights and black light. And Bray tried to salvage it with a good build and some face paint. I was going to say, but you noticed in the weeks prior, Bray never specifically said, I challenge you to a pitch black match. Bray just said, they just challenged each other to a match and they both agreed. And then the next week, they or I think it was like the next day or the next hour or whatever, they said, it is official. Bray Wyatt will be challenging LA Knight in a Mountain Dew pitch black match. They never said what kind of match it was going to be. They just said, I challenge you to a match. All right, so let's move on from that one. Explain to me how I'm supposed to feel about Bo Dallas missing his mark. Oh, my God, you saw that too. <laughs> yeah, everyone saw that. Everyone saw that. Clearly missed his mark at the end of that match. And they just kind of, and the cameraman didn't save it at all. No. They did a replay of the same angle. It took them <laughs> like three tries to get an angle where you couldn't you tell couldn't he missed it. him completely. And just just horrible, man. And it, makes the right. the, it makes the ending with all the extra figures so lackluster. It, you know what I mean? It's like you know he missed. It's like so somebody much. asking you for twenty dollars and then paying for something on their credit card. And then you just standing there like, oh well, I wish I wish I'd have just let you go. Yeah, I wish I just said no to this. I wish I wouldn't have invested my time <laughs> if I knew that you you were just gonna do this to me. You know what I mean? Like, geez, man. It's like somebody, somebody, somebody coming up to you and being like, man, I got this really great concept. And if you give me ten dollars, I can slap you and make it worth your while. What? <laughs> what? What was this? Like, why did you why did you drag me on? Why did you lead me on for three weeks? You know the miss was so bad when at the end of the jump, you can still see LA Knight, but you don't see Uncle Howdy. That's how that's how you know how bad the miss was. <sighs> this was not what it should have been. This is not what it should have been. It, it, and man, you know neither what? was the next match. But the only good thing about the next match is that they didn't lie to me. Yeah. This is all I'm saying. If you didn't lie to me, I'd have felt way more, way better about the Mountain Dew match. Because I'd have been mm -hmm. like, because you know what? We would have came on this pod and we said, yo, it's a money grab. We know it's a money grab. Bray's going to win. We know Bray's going to win. And this is just an easy way to get his first match out the way. And we wouldn't have had a problem with it. Yep. But you lied to me thinking we were going to get a uh, an either an either amazing or horrific Horrifically bad Bray Wyatt match. And this wasn't mm -hmm. a Bray Wyatt match at all. This was a regular street fight that was covered in Mountain Dew ads. Yes. We didn't need this. Or you could have you could have just told us. So the Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss match, I feel equally bad because they didn't give them time at all. And it just was not 
It was black the whole way. Yeah, it was black the whole way. And in the end, there was something with Uncle Howdy, which I knew was going to happen. This was very predictable. And I'm not mad at it because I knew it wasn't going to be that great. But it was a different Uncle Howdy. But if it was, it was a different Uncle Howdy. But uh, I mean, same time. Bray, Bray hurt himself too bad on the first jump that they had to use a new Uncle Howdy. <laughs> and I honestly thought for a second it was Cody because of the color of the hair. But that one, but I'm, not, too much time. I'm not as mad about. So how do you feel about Bianca versus Alexa? Because my stance is not bad because I knew it wasn't going to be that great. So it's fine. Yeah, it was it was bleh for me. I mean, I I had no expectations for this match. I didn't appreciate the build. I didn't I didn't really care for this match, and I didn't. But I had that feeling going into the match, so it it was what it was for me. What do you think this is going to lead to for Alexa? I don't know. I think she's going to try to mess around with with the Wyatts again. I, th- I think that's what they because after this they really don't have anything else so I'm not sure I'm I wish I could say there was a definitive track for her to go on but I'm lost I hope I this really all culminates in the wide six hopefully they're That's right really about the, the wide six and the wide six is just extended Bray Wyatt personalities well with I'm the bunny, Uncle Howdy, the rest of the Funhouse, and Alexa. And it's think- like a whole Bray thing that's a little more like Colt Bray, but not exactly. And then we can have regular, regular stuff. Like, let's just do regular mm-hmm. stuff for a while. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to lead to the wide six. Cause I don't know if you've seen it, but when the pitch black match was on and all the neon lights were going through and everything he had a six in his head like on the side of his head there was a six that was glowing i didn't see that Mm -hmm. arcade pointed it out i had to play it back a little bit but he had a six in his head okay i have to go so I'm, i'm i'm assuming that's what they're leading to so it is a wide six story and you notice what all the people added up their six simple and i gotta be honest with you like a lot of anime shows not to be a nerd right now but i don't really care for the epilogue i don't really care for the beginning part of the book or the series i very much more care for when we get to what the show is about Mm -hmm. so i'm if that's the where the road that we're going on then i'll stick to what i said about um the bray wyatt story thus far which is as long as when this whole thing is done and we're introduced and everything. Yeah. He can do some stuff that actually works that isn't mm-hmm. so freaking bizarre. I'm here for it. You know, if we got to deal with this craptomania and then we're going to have a regular concept, Bray Wyatt, where we know what he does every week and he can just go out and win some freaking matches. I'm totally cool with that because we yeah. had a raw 30 moment where he was officially passed the torch. So now I'm like, you got a a lot of pressure on you to be that guy. So let's just kind of, you know, play it safe for a while. 
I'd very much appreciate that. So that's where I'm at on Bray Wyatt um, mm -hmm. and Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. Because I think this ends, I think Alexa is going to get into her own thing. And I think Bianca is going to be the target of the women's Royal Rumble winner. Which I guess would be a good transition into the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I guess we're just shooting from the hip and giving our thoughts on this. Yeah, yeah. God bless this year's Women's Royal Rumble. And you're going to laugh at me because you might not agree with me, but this was the best Royal Rumble ever. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it was the best women's rumble that they've put together. Just from just from a standpoint of it was the neatest. It went relatively the smoothest up until the end. We'll talk about that. Um, and then they did okay with their call-ups. I like some of the people they brought up. I popped for Roxanne because I was like, wait, this is the first wrestler of the pod that's been in a Royal Rumble match ever. Because well, Roxy was a wrestler of the pod. Roxy was a wrestler of the pod. So technically, this is the first wrestler of the pod to ever be in a Royal Rumble. You could be right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. So that was a, that was a big moment for me. I popped for that. Um... I like uh, Liv and Rhea being the iron women of the match and setting the new Rumble record. Now they both co-hold that record for the women. Mm. And then the, the Michelle McCool return coming from the crowd was pretty cool. I like that. Just taking her jacket off. Hey, kids, here, hold my jacket. Mommy got to go to work. Uh, Japan Asuka, I love that. I'm not going to lie, that kind of... I'm going to keep it PG. That that surprised me. I enjoyed it. So I really didn't have... The only two problems I had was Chelsea Green coming in and then getting eliminated in like three seconds, setting another record, by the way. Um, and then them botching the number 30. And to be honest, I really wasn't even thrilled about the number 30. But that's just me. All right. So I don't agree with you that it, all right. I disagree and I agree. And we talked about this. I agree that it was the best women's rumble in the way that technically it was the best women's rumble. Mm -hmm. It went the smoothest, it was the cleanest stylistically like as a match itself mm -hmm. this was the best women's rumble i can't quite agree that i was as excited or had as much fun watching this rumble as any of the other ones i probably had less fun watching this rumble than all of the other ones mm -hmm. so i for that reason i can't quite agree with you i feel like a perfect rumble has enough surprises 
for you to pop and goes smoothly enough to feel like a good match as well. That's mm -hmm. just me. But I will I will have to agree that it is the cleanest rumble. Therefore, it is the best women's rumble match ever thus far. I appreciate that they had surprises, even though they kind of had to. Their surprises weren't amazing. They I weren't. was expecting Mickey James to come back. I was expecting just, I was just expecting more. Mm -hmm. And which became the story thread of the night is just, I just expected more. I expected a little bit more surprises. We went up in this thinking, all right, we got 18 surprises. And yet somehow I feel like only three surprises really happened. Yeah. And I didn't much care for any of them. Um, great for Roxanne. That was a gimme. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know if I want to say great for Chelsea. I'm kind of no, hoping this is a one-off for her because that was kind of corny. But yeah. I mean, if she's coming back to be funny, I guess that's cool. I hope you don't end up as Emma. Whatever. I mean, I just not high expectations. Um Piper Niven is the yes. highlight of the women's yes. role for me. Piper Niven is back, is Piper Niven. I kind of called Natty coming back. I kind of felt Tamina was gonna come back. I even had an inkling that Nia Jax might be there. But Piper Niven is back is Piper Niven, and even though I kind of knew this was was I even though I had a, a feeling that she might get her name back, I wasn't a hundred percent that she was coming back at the rumble. So mm -hmm. the fact that Piper Niven is back and she's Piper Niven, no more dewdrop, it is gone, it is yes. dead, and she's back in there as a force beating chicks up. I'm so here for it. Thank goodness Piper Niven and Nikki Cross are back to being who they are. Yeah. Thank goodness. Natty, you're back. Cool. Tamina's back. Yes. Amazing. Great. She had her time with the new house. She's back. Naya. I, I, I Naya. Gotta, I got to cut you off for just one second because this is going to surprise you. I was happy to see Natty come back. And I'm never, I, you know me, I don't like Natty. I'm not a Natty fan. Not going to lie. I was, I don't know, maybe it was the outfit. Maybe it was, I don't know what it was, but I heard her music hit. I seen her come out. I was like, oh, Natty's back. Okay. I like this. Don't know why, but I was just happy to see Natty back. That's all. You can continue. Hopefully Natty is in a gold dust era. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, my hope for her is that she's reaching a gold dust level. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we say gold dust age like fine wine. Um, they did mess up Nia. They botched Nia big. <laughs> so bad. So bad the way they botched Nia. 
but still happy she was there. I saw that she took down one of her things, so I knew she was probably coming back. But great, she was number 30. Good surprise in straight bloodline attire, so you know where she's going. And at that moment, I realized, oh, they can take this another year. <laughs> they, can, they can take this another year. You know what's so crazy about the bloodline, and we'll get into this later, is how easy it is for people that watch or have been watching the bloodline this far. It's so easy for us to be like, oh, you can get another three months out of this. Yeah. Because they're so good with everything that any new little thing, could you could take that three months. Mm -hmm. Because all the storytelling is so subtle and so great. So I saw Nia Jax come back and I was like, okay, cool. Nia's back. We got a few big girls in there that can really go. Um, Piper, Tamina, Nia, uh, Rhea, Raquel. Awesome what's happening to the depth of the roster. Mm -hmm. And then I also thought, oh, she goes to the bloodline. They could take this another year. I can see it already. Please no. Right, man, you know we see... I, <laughs> Totally different eye to eye. We we don't see eye to eye on some on certain girls. But yeah. I saw Naya. I mean, and preferably I would take Tamina first, but you know what it is. Yes. Um Naya came back and I was like, that's great for Naya. She had a good showing. She mixed it, she mixed it up with some 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 big girls. She's not the only big girl there no more. And I I appreciate that. Because I think Piper Nivet can go when you give her the chance. Um, I always thought Tamina had it when you gave her the chance, and she just never got her big break. Mm -hmm. um, Naya, say what you will. She's a former women's champion, and she's the biggest Samoan woman they've had in years as far as importance. And so I was I was very I was very happy with that coming out of the women's rumble. All right, now where was I going with this? They botched Nia's thing. That was terrible. The right mm -hmm. woman won the rumble. Let's yes. let's agree on that. Yes. Rhea absolutely should have won. Absolutely should have won. We were going into it saying she's the only liable choice. And I said the whole night, I mean the whole night, and I said. Um, up until Oscar came out. I said the whole night, and I said it on the pod before, the only three possible winners were Rhea, Liv Morgan, and Raquel Gonzalez. Yes. And up until Oscar came, the only three women surviving was Raquel, Rhea, mm -hmm. and Liv Morgan. Yes. Up until I saw Oscar, and then I was like, oh, is that Japan Oscar? Is that dark Oscar? Is that evil Oscar? And then I saw her take off the mask, and I was like, oh, it just switched. It's between Rhea and Oscar now. Because I see you saw that pop. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is I was like, oh, this good. Is like, let me question things right this now. This is good. This is good. <clears throat> so then the three became, um, the three became Liv, Rhea, or Oscar. Perfectly fine. Raquel Gonzalez was my third pick out of them three. So for her to here's, get replaced by a game Oscar, totally fine. I made that sub on the spot. I called that. 
Here's a little nugget for D to Toy Hunter about crazy Oscar returning. I will neither confirm nor deny the thoughts that I was thinking when she came out with the blue face paint. <laughs> Leave it there. She looked good, man. She looked like she could have been a Joker sidekick. Um, yeah. I dug it. I dug it. And the all black, the first time seeing Oscar in black, that's how I knew before she took the mask off, she was evil. Because I saw mm-hmm. the black attire, and I was like, she always wears colors. This is mm-hmm. evil. This is evil Oscar. Something and I different. Dug it. I dug it right away. You can take that to Mania this year. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, can, I don't care if this her in Charlotte again this year. If you do that, Oscar, I am game. Um, that being said, that being said, we'll discuss Rhea, later. Rhea definitely should have won. Yes. And Rhea definitely did win. And I love the way that she won. I love that yeah. Oscar's missed went in to live. And it still almost was close at the end there. Mm, yeah. But Rhea pulled it off. Rhea mm. did it. And she was supposed to do it. She was the shoe in the wind. She was the only possible person that could have won. And like we said before, Rhea was the obvious choice. Obvious. But if there was going to be alternates, the only two alternates were Raquel and Liv. Yes. And it came down to the person we had winning and the alternate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it for a second there, it was like, oh, shit, it might actually they might, happen. They might let the other one win it. But, you know, yeah. they made the right choice in the end. But it was, it was, it was, it was good that for a second it was like, oh, shit, wait, hold on. Are they not going to let her win? Like, I, I do love suspending my, dis, my, uh, my belief. Yes. And they, they did I it the right my way. My disbelief. I do, I do love suspending my disbelief. So, and the I fact like that for a moment they could make me question. I enjoy that. I need and that. I, I like time. that they both that they both set the record. They're now co-holding the record for longest time in a rumble match. One hour, was it one hour, one minute and three seconds? Mm. I love that for them. I love everybody they chose to be the Iron Man and Iron Woman in these matches. I yeah. think Rhea and Liv were a great choice. I think Liv needed it because it was an integral part of her character in the last building of the year. Mm-hmm. Her to have a very good showing in the Rumble and look very strong. It was very important for her. I think it was very important for Rhea. And I think it was very important for Walter and Seamus and Drew. Yeah. The Walter, way the three of them. Walter was the surprise. The way the three of them raged through the entire Rumble. But Walter especially, because I, and again, these are one of these things. Again, I say it's predictable. Mm-hmm. The moment I saw Walter was number one, I was like, oh, he's Iron Man. Yeah. I knew it as soon as they said it was Walter. He's going to last the entire Rumble. I'm going to have to double because check. He Walter might've... is Walter. He he now holds the longest record for, for the 30-man men. They specified he, he 30. The 30-man women's I think he went an hour and 11 minutes. I was going to say, I'm going to have to double check because yeah. he, went, he went the whole yeah. damn time. And, and that I was knew, over. I an knew hour. as soon as he came out because nobody's just taking Walter out. Mm-hmm. Walter's gonna look strong all night. Yeah. All night. You know, this guy's modern day Andre. He's looking yeah. strong all night. Um okay, before we wrap it up to the main event, highlights from both Rumbles. Do you appreciate that they solidified Bobby versus Brock? I thought, yes, it was predictable, but at least we've solidified that this is what we're doing. Sometimes yes. I like that little predictability. Yeah. Okay, we know where that's going. 
I, yeah, I like that they solidified that that's going to be all but they all but said that that's going to be the match at Mania. So, yeah, I like that they solidified that more for us. Yeah. Um, you said it before. Amazing Ricochet and Logan Paul spot. Yes. And I want to say I think I know what Logan's match at Mania is going to be. What is it? Might might come to the dismay of some of the listeners. I'm honestly thinking Mania is going to be Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. Logan and Seth. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Because I, I know think that some, would be amazing. I think some of our listeners are still on the fence about Logan. I I honestly think WrestleMania is going to be Seth and Logan. Um. Well, I'll tell you this: if you're on the fence about Logan Paul. Um, you have every right to be, you know. Um, one thing about them Paul brothers, though, I say it every time, they're going to do a sport. They're going to do the hell out of it. They're going to do the hell out of a sport. Like, hate them or love them. They're going to do the hell out of a sport. Mm-hmm. And this guy, oh, he is good. He is. Oh, man. But I think because of the pure hatred for Logan Paul, Seth versus Paul would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Because... Seth would be able to keep the same character and be a face. Very Triple H, of course. You know mm-hmm. who his daddy is. Against a game, young Logan Paul that is going to be a sponge and let Seth lead that match. And they are two big egos. And it'll fe- it'll just feel like, it'll feel really, really good. I don't want to yeah. compare it to anything because I feel like that's giving too much credit to Logan Paul. But mm-hmm. it has a when two people that are good, that are egotistical, that know how to feed off a crowd really well and just kind of go with it, have a natural chemistry, it's magic in there every time. Mm-hmm. So I think Seth leads the way. I think the promos would be amazing. I think... Logan Paul versus Seth is a great Mania match. Um, And we'll get into the main event because I feel like after the main event, we can talk about Mania. Yeah. And wrap up. Um, So as far as the main event goes, I wasn't too thrilled about it. (laughs) All right. So... I wasn't too thrilled about the match itself. The match itself was a match we've seen before. We've seen numerous times. But did we need to make this match for the story of the bloodline? Yes, it needed to happen. So I was okay with it. But the match itself, I wasn't over the moon for it. And even when the match was going on, I was like, oh, yeah. They had a couple good spots, but for me, it was just another Roman Reigns match up until about the end of the match. Well, you know what? I agree with you, and I'll tell you why I'm not mad about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad about it because you're right. It needed to be done for the story. Mm-hmm. There was a place they were taking this, clearly. And because they kind of told you from the jump, he was going to wipe the floor with this man. Yeah. I mean, he literally accepted his challenge by saying, 
yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care about you. Mm-hmm. He let you know from the jump, if you were like really paying attention, he's not a threat to me at all. It's not about him being a threat. The Kevin Owens problem is not about Kevin Owens being an actual threat to Roman Reigns' championship. Yes. The KO problem was a problem for the structure of the bloodline and Mm -hmm. only for the structure of the bloodline. Kevin Owens was in no way a a problem for the champ himself. This was about the principle of establishing whether Sammy was with us or against us. So the match itself is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Kevin went down like a sack of potatoes. No question. At the end of the day, this is Roman Reigns. Yes. This is we are living in the era of literally the greatest of all time in the books. Mm-hmm. He is the greatest in the modern era. At mm-hmm. least in the last 20 years, he qualifies as the greatest of all time. So him wiping the floor with Kevin Owens was absolutely called for. I'm not yes. mad, I'm not shocked. Duh. Roman wins. You know what I'm saying? That's going to happen. Now, the story of after is all the importance of what everybody was here for. Yes. And they beat the hell. The hell out of Kevin. They beat the the hell out of Kevin. Before we talk about Sammy, they beat the hell out of Kevin. Justified. I mean, so to break it down, Roman goes in. Beats Kevin clean. Clean, right? Yes, yes, clean. Beats Kevin clean and then proceeds to just start getting a whooping on him. Mm-hmm. First, he beats him clean by throwing him into the steel steps twice. Did not mm-hmm. get disqualified for this because he's Roman Reigns. But I, and they looked so bad. Like, yeah, it wasn't on the side of the steps, it was, it was on the, the steps. Yeah, like, the it steps. was. It was on the steps themselves. Threw him twice. And it looked like there's no easy way to take that. Mm-hmm. It just looked like it hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can try and lean, tuck your chin. Mm-hmm. Make sure your back is first so you don't get whiplash. But I mean, I, ow. Yeah. You know? So he beats Kevin by slamming him into the steps twice. And Sami Zayn just looks... <laughs> a little horrified the entire time mm-hmm. beats them. Then proceeds to just get the whooping on him. Yeah. You know, and then the Uso he gets, and he's, he's got his arm around Sammy as the Usos are getting the whooping on him. Mm-hmm. Like, this is for you, Sammy. This is, you know what I'm saying? This is, this is proof. This is what we got to do. This is how you handle business. Blah, 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 blah. Pulls out handcuffs handcuffs Kevin to the ropes mm-hmm. and just have a super kick party. Yeah. <laughs> where Kevin Owens is the pinata. Mm-hmm. And they just get to whooping on this man. Super kick after 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 double super kick after super kick after double. It was ridiculous. And then they got a chair. 
And Sammy is sitting through this entire agony of Kevin Owens getting his behind what? Yeah. Just kind of touching his face and touching his beard and wanting to jump in, but standing there, still not really knowing. And he keeps reaching his hand out when Roman got the chair. Kevin, clearly unconscious. He's gone. He's out of it. He's not even here. Yeah. He didn't lost. Wasn't even a good fight. You know, he just showed up to work today. Hmm. Getting destroyed. And Sammy's Sammy's reaching his hand out. And you can read the room. I had maybe five, six people in there, and we're all like, don't do it. Don't you do it, Sammy. You shut your mouth, Sammy. You stay back. Mm-hmm. Roman goes to put the chair up. Mm. There's Sammy. You don't need to do this. He's done. It's over. We've proven the point. He gets it. We don't need to go any further. Mm-hmm. Have mercy, my tribal chief. And Roman looks disrespected. And you know, once you disrespect the king, the head of the table, the tribal mm-hmm. chief, there's just nothing good to come after this. And like any soap opera you've watched your mom watch back in the day, you could tell what was coming next. He wiped his face and he said, you know what? Or any gang movie. This is very big in mob movies too. Mm-hmm. Or street movies. Really any code of ethics in a corrupt family. <laughs> he goes, you're right, I shouldn't do this. You should do it. Mm-hmm. This is your man. And as we know, street cold, mafia cold, whatever. If it's your best friend, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Goes the hand, Sammy, the chair. And Sammy's, Sammy's trying to get out of it. And Roman started getting angry. Starts mushing him in the face. So you better do this. You with us? You, this is it. This is your final test, Sammy. And it was like going back in time for me to a time with Roman's first family. And uh, Roman just cannot turn his back on people with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's just that. That's just man. That's uh, that dude's back is like a chair magnet. He says, "Seth Rollins, eat your heart out." And instead of hitting Kevin, bang, right on the back of Roman. Mm-hmm. And Roman's face was so shocked. He took the cell the same way too. Same way. Mm-hmm. Same it was way. That, In that moment, it was that freeze and fall. Roman's whole life flashed before his eyes. Mm-hmm. He remembered wearing all black with the vest and the, and the trunks. Just heartbroken. And then <sighs> gang did what they had to do. 
Jimmy said it's on blood. Mm -hmm. I take you out. Super kicks my man. And, he, and, and not to mention, Jimmy is like, no. Jimmy is snapping on Sammy. Because Sammy tries to say, he tries to talk first. Imagine this guy, first gang he's ever been in, trying to talk his way out. No, that was Jay. After he hit the guy. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about Sammy. Sammy put the put the chair down and 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 try to say sorry. Yeah, he tried to say sorry to Jay. Yeah, to Jay, like like this was his first time being in a gang or something. And they over there trying to talk it out. And Jimmy's like, you know, talking. Uh-huh. That's blood. Nails him. Super kick. Oh, man. Don't get the worst. They get the whooping on him. Mm -hmm. Like they supposed to do. And they look over at Jay. And Jay's looking at Sammy. And he dips. Can't do it. Folding mm -hmm. under the pressure. Can't do his man like that. Get that man a, get that man a, an Oscar for best supporting actor. Yo, oh, the way he took my heart, the Tarantino twist. Uh-huh. This whole time, we is it gonna be rock? Is it gonna be Sammy? Is it gonna be Gara? Is it it was Jay the whole time? And I said, This is prime storytelling, ladies and gentlemen. Prime story. Give me your thoughts, Duke, and I'm going to wrap this whole thing up in a bow for us and kind of sum up how we got here. So after all of this has gone down, we can only go, I personally believe, one of two ways. And technically, I don't even know how to get to the one of two ways, but I think at Mania, or no, let's start with Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber, I think it's going to be Sammy and Roman for one of the titles. So what's the title for SmackDown? The Universal title? Mm -hmm. So it's going to be them two for the universal title at the chamber in Canada. Sammy's home country. He'll be on home soil. That white hot baby face is going to get a pop in his home country like no other. And I really honestly feel like either I think at some point we're going to get a match like we had at Mania 21 where both the tag champions fought each other. Oh, Jimmy versus Jay? I think at some point we're getting Jimmy versus Jay. Interesting. Just at some point we're going to I feel like we're going to get a Jimmy versus Jay. Okay. Unless they okay. unless they book this where it could potentially go if Sammy if Roman defends the title twice in one night or uh, twice both nights at Mania then we could have another option at Mania but I think that definitely at the Chamber it's going to be Sammy and Roman 
The J thing, I got to see where that goes because that could go one of two ways for me. We have totally different views on this. So give me your give me your take on 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 uh Jay and Sammy. Well, I gotta see where it goes first because I really don't know. Okay, okay. I'm I'm still like, I don't know if he's gonna say fuck the bloodline and ride for Sammy because Sammy wrote for him and their history. I don't know what it could be, but I do know is that on social media Roman made a video you're either in the bloodline or you're not or you're not even Jacob 5-2 shout out to Jacob 5-2 mm -hmm. reposted it on his says sorry and, Jay you out blood and Jay has been quiet on social media except for one technically two posts one post that says I'm out with a blood drop and then another post that has a picture of him looking back at Roman. And it just says, run it back. So I don't know. Well, I know. So allow me, your natural heel, to wrap this up for you, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. It's not Sammy. It's not Rock. It's Roman versus Rhodes. And it's Roman versus Jay. It is Roman versus Jay at Mania this whole time. Spoiler alert, Paul Heyman, Jay has been the one. <laughs> Let me tell you how we got here. The common thread in every single person besides Paul Heyman that has been introduced to the bloodline Jay and Jay alone has been the star that this whole thing revolves around. When Roman first came back, the first person he recruited was Jay against his will. I had one of what I still say to this day was rivalry of that year and one of the best rivalries of Roman Reigns career. Absolutely, and still is the best rivalry of Jay's career. Yes. Especially as an individual star. Yes. It established the potential Jay had. Literally, Jay became main event Jay Uso through this Roman Reigns story. The story that he was tired of being in his brother's shadow. He was tired of being just another Us. And that Roman always made himself the head of the family, the head of the pack. Mm -hmm. He was always putting them down and never even gave them the idea that they could do what he does. Until Jay stepped out of himself to give himself a real shot. And when Jay lost, not because Jay lost, but because Roman pulled on his heartstrings and put him in a position to tap out, not tap out in a physical sense, but he quit for the he, family. He, he quit. He sacrificed himself to Roman for the family, for the betterment of his brother, for the betterment of the family. 
mm-hmm. he went in with Rome. And he became whatever Roman manipulated him into being. Yes. Because when his brother came back, his brother tried to talk sense into him. And it became a back and forth of where Jay is going to go. Yes, Jimmy is here now, but it's still about Jay. Mm-hmm. And they only become cohesive again when Jay decides for the family, they should all be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then Sammy comes in and Jay is the first skeptic, really the only skeptic. From the jump, Jay has been down with him because he's not family. If this is about family and what is right for the family, which is the only reason I'm here, he shouldn't be here because he's not family. And then what did Sammy do this entire time? They're doing this back and forth every week with Sammy and Jay. Jay is still the most important person in the story. Mm -hmm. Even though Roman is Roman, it's still about Jay and what Jay thinks. Jay is still the wild card of the the group Mm -hmm. until Sammy comes in and does all the things family is supposed to do. Jay finally accepts him. And then when they turn their back on Jay because of somebody Sammy feels like his family, Jay is out. Mm -hmm. Jay can't do it because in that moment, Jay realizes what family is supposed to be and what it's not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And yes, Sammy betrayed him, but he betrayed him because Kevin is his family. Mm Mm-hmm. And it wasn't right what Roman was about to do to him. And as his family, somebody Jay loved like a brother, he couldn't do that to Sammy. So Mm -hmm. he had to bow out because the bloodline was wrong to him from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said it, it could go one of two ways for Jay. Yes. At Mania. It could either be Jay versus Jimmy at Mania. Or, I didn't want to say it, it could be Roman versus Jay. Well, I'm going to jump out the window. It's Roman versus Jay, everybody. It's Roman versus Jay. Jay has been the biggest story in the entire bloodline. Roman has been champ for, what, three years? They said 800-something days. Close to three years. 800-something days. Roman's been champ for... Going into or by the time he hits mania, I think it'll or at three three years. years. Roman's been champ for about three years. But for the past three years, the most integral part of Roman's story is Jay. Mm -hmm. I predict that Jay is still the one to take him out. This whole arc has not been about Roman at all. It's been about Jay. So are you saying right here? Excuse me, because Jay I'm sick. is the man to beat Roman Reigns. So, so I'm saying you, it here. January 30th, 2023. Are you saying come WrestleMania? Main event. Jay, Jay Uso. Uso. Universal champion. 
Universal Champion. Or WWE Champion, depending on which title Cody wins. I think I think Cody's going to go for WWE. Okay, so Universal Champion. But I think I think either way, whatever one Cody doesn't go for, I think it's Jay. Ooh. I think it's Jay. They built the past three years on Roman and Jay. Really think about it, ladies and gentlemen. If you've been watching for the past three years, this story really has been about Jay Uso. So the only person that's developed more character in these three years is Jay. Because mm-hmm. Sammy came in just being Sammy. Mm-hmm. We all know Sammy had the potential to be this funny, but we didn't know he had the potential to be this big. But Jay, Jay has had the most character change from start to finish. And this is full circle we get into now. And I know Jay can do it because I've been watching. He's been main event Jay Uso since year one of this. He's always had it in him, but he's never got the fair shake because the one time he went up against Roman and they could really do it, he suckered Jimmy in and choked him out so that Jay had to give it up. They never got to really do it one-on-one, and Jay has improved so much that I can take him serious. I can see him doing it. Not I for think nothing. it's Sammy. I think the way they left Sammy and Kevin in that ring is going to be sitting. And I'm this is crazy predictions again. It's going to be Sammy and Kevin versus Jimmy and Solo for the tag team goal at Mania. It's going to be Solo mm-hmm. and Jimmy because mm-hmm. they stayed. Freebird rules. That's still his brother. Yes. It's going to be Solo and Jimmy versus Sammy and Kevin. And if you think that's a step down, it's not because Sammy Zayn is a main event player. Yes. And all four of them have been main event players for the last three months. So it's going to be a big marquee match. It's going to be them for all the tag gold or one of the tag gold. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be those two in Mania. It's going to be Jay versus Roman. Cody versus Roman, and in a perfect world, I can lay the rest of this card, but we're staying on the bloodline. But mm-hmm. that's what I'm predicting for Mania. The real person we need to pay attention to is Jay. Jay is the guy. So, because we know bloodline are n- notorious for having the bloodline interferences and being a part of the matches and whatnot, Roman versus Jay He'll have Solo. He'll have Jimmy. Roman will have his people. Do you think Jay swindles in Sammy and Kevin to help well, him as backup? Because Sammy's going to help him. Sammy will help him. Okay, see. Do you think it's not going to... I don't think I don't think it could be Kevin helping Jay. Yes. I think it'll be Kevin Sammy. helping Sammy. Mm. Well, he's okay, or maybe it could mind. be maybe it could be Kevin helping Jay because maybe now he realized Jay's off the Kool Aid. Well, see, here's my thing. All right, I'm I'm crazy, you guys, because I threw this out there and I'm crazy enough to believe in it. I believe that if Sammy and Kevin don't help Jay. Jay is going to go one-on-one with Roman Reigns and he's going to beat Roman one, two, three, middle of the ring. 
on his own. But I think it'll be with a little bit of help from the bloodline. Who in particular? The Rock. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not I'm not gonna say what I just mouth, but okay. I think there's a possibility that they might do us how they did us with John Cena and The Rock. Yeah. And because The Rock is not ready this year, they'll give us Rock versus Roman next year. But we get to wrap up the entire bloodline story with Jay being the one to beat Roman in a moment where The Rock comes in and lays Roman out and Jay is able to take the victory. Mm Mm-hmm. I threw that out there last night, and yes, it sounds crazy, but think about it. They did the same thing with with John versus The Miz that year. Mm-hmm. Rock only hosted Mania to build to that next Mania with him and Cena. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for them to have The Rock do the run in at Mania, cost Roman the belt. We get to see underdog Jey Uso win without Roman seeming like he's on the same level as Jay. Yes, Jay will look like a main eventer, but Roman will still look like an unstoppable force whose only real enemy or only real person that could be on his level is a superstar of the quality of The Rock. Mm -hmm. He doesn't go down in value if The Rock is the reason he loses. I think he beats Cody night one and loses to Jay via The Rock. Just me. That's my prediction. I could see. My, that's my wild fantasy booking. I could see it. Because I could see it. Because, I mean, it's Cody just crazy. Enough Cody can work. win the WWE title any other time. Any other time. He's still you know, Cody Rhodes. He doesn't need WrestleMania to make it a moment. And it's better for his story if you don't win right away. Yeah. I could see it. It's just crazy enough to work. All right. But with that said, I think it's time to wrap it up. We somehow got an hour out of this. Somehow. We thought it was going to be a half hour. So. All right. So. Let's wrap it up. Before we before we wrap it up, do we want to give the one through ten grades on the matches? Uh yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. So men's Royal Rumble one through ten. Where you at on it? Ooh, uh, seven. For the men's rumble? Generous. A generous seven. Okay. There I was wasn't going a to... lot of there wasn't a lot of botches. It was good as a match, but it wasn't what a rumble match should have been. Okay. So I guess as a letter grade, I would give it a C minus. But okay. As a, okay. Well, so we'll as a C minus in percentages, you get a right. 70. You get a 70 from me. All right. A so seven. all right, let's let's do the let's do the letter grading system then. Okay. C minus for me too. C minus. C minus. It was garbage. You could have done so much better. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm, it's a C minus. And in the circle, I'm writing, I know you can do better than this. See me after class. This is better. Yes. All right. So I'll go next on the Mountain Dew pitch black match. 
a D. Not a D plus, not a D minus. I'm going D. Solid D. Solid D. Again, I know you can do better. See me after class. Mm-hmm. This is trash. This is trash. I'm uh-huh. giving you it. And it's it's one of those where I'm, you might be mad at me as a teacher because somebody might have actually wrote a D paper and I gave them a D. And your paper was definitely better than their paper, but I gave you a D. So you might yeah. have to see me after class to ask why I gave it to you. And I'm going to tell you, it's because I know you can do better. Mm-hmm. I know you had better than this. So I gave you a D. Got it. Boom. All right. So next one is Bliss and Bianca. What's your grade for it? C minus. Really? That's being super generous. Super generous. Because, would, you didn't have the, because you didn't have the time to make it a good match, I'm going to pass you, but that's it. Because I, I feel like if you had gotten 15 minutes, it might have been better than this. But because they gave you a really short time, you did what you could. And then I'm you going went right into the Wyatt story. So I'm, I'm going C minus. It's D plus. It's D, D plus for me. D plus. Better, better than the pitch black match, but I, I could have been better. Could have had more time. D plus. Could have had more time. So next we have the women's Royal Rumble. I'm giving it a B. It's not solid B. Maybe a B. Yeah, maybe B minus. I'll stick with the B. Um, it was good. The best one they've had as far as smoothness went. Couple botches. But B and in the circle could have been better. I know you I know you can get an A. Mm-hmm. Try harder next time. Try harder next time. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, solid B, solid B. It was, you know, it followed the curriculum, but it wasn't spectacular. Yeah. There was room for improvement here. Mm-hmm. So, you, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you didn't suck, but mm-hmm. there was so much more we could have done. But, you you know, you did what you were supposed to do. Can't give you nothing but a B for that. Mm-hmm. All right, so for the main event, Sammy versus, or not Sammy, uh, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. What's your grade? Um, I'm giving it an A because it did what it was supposed to. All right, so. I could give it below that, The I'm not, but I'm not judging the match itself. I'm judging it as a whole segment. As the whole segment, I got to give it an A because it did what it was supposed to do. All right, so I'm giving it a C plus. A C plus? Are you but, serious? But listen, listen, listen. I'm giving it a C plus, but the extra credit at the end, they did extra credit. I'll give it an. I'll give it a B plus. Okay. Okay. I'll give it a B plus. The end was good. You got all the extra credit correct. Before that, you had a C, but with all the extra credit you did. You're getting a B plus, maybe okay. an A minus. I can go with that. Actually, a, with that. I'll, I'll give it, I'll be generous and give it the A minus. Okay. So C plus grade on the test, the extra credit gives you an A minus. I mean, they did, they did what they were supposed to do. At, yeah. I, at least at one point, and yes, I was maybe a little under the influence because it's Royal Rumble. But I know I was... I was, you know, we, there was a lot of people looking around, you know, grabbing other people. What's going to happen? Sorry, you can ask for. 
Yeah. But guys, that is the Royal Rumble rundown. As always, you guys know you can find us on all of our social platforms, be it Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, dangerousjobberswebsite.com. Anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can link into us over there. Thank you for tuning in to our 2023 Royal Rumble Rundown. Make sure you guys stay up. Make sure you guys stay blessed. And as always, stay dangerous. Saskatchewan.